listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Got my coffee. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. I am Mike Mercadal. With me is Will Watkins. And uh, we have very, very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Anderson. Yay! Thank you for having me. That's what Matt sounds like. Um, <laughs> you're a comic here in New York with us, and uh, you're uh, very funny. Sure. And you uh, have you, this is this is a fun experience. You've actually listened to the show before. What? Yeah. yeah. I think we should actually start off with the with the thing. Uh, we were supposed to have Matt out uh, a couple uh, weeks ago. Yes. But uh, <laughs> on his way here, he got arrested for smoking weed. Yeah. Yep. 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 It was a. <laughs> Okay, I was like in Brooklyn and I was smoking a, a joint in public. Uh, maybe well, by the way, Matt's white too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so yeah, this is a, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, <laughs> Matthew Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. But wait, were you smoking? So you were just out in yeah, the street on the street. Kind of, kind of my fault. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it's like, what are you do? You know, just take it from me, and then. You know, right? Isn't the law? Isn't the law? Oh, is it? Pose- oh, because you were actively smoking. Because I think with a certain amount of money, they just like fine you. They give you a ticket. Yeah, I wish they would have just done that. So what ended up happening? What you were just yeah. you were just smoking and so I was smoking, right? And I was like, I saw a church. I was like, hey, this might be great for Instagram. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm taking a photo, and then like two guys just walk up to me on undercover cop clothes or whatever right and i couldn't tell i thought i was getting mugged at first they like put their hands on my shoulder oh yeah and, that's gotta be uh, scary when an undercover does it yeah yeah because i thought i was getting mugged at first and like my only reaction was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. no and then he like he did like he just zipped down and there was like a badge i was like oh thank god <laughs> and then i was like oh wait i'm going to jail probably this sucks <laughs> Does he have to have the badge displayed before he can touch you? I don't know. I don't know. That is an interesting... Because if he came up to you and, like, touched you and didn't have his badge out and you were like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that. I was like, what if I was black, first off, and then I punched this dude in the face because he put his hands on me? Right. I'd be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. But what what a fucked up... I mean, what a dumb thing for them to be enforcing, really. Like, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, it's not like... It's not like you're selling it or buying it. You're mm-hmm. literally just enjoying it. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. it's like you. The, what what crime are they stopping? Like right. what? Like the chain reaction. Yeah, you would want. It's still a crime, but no, it's still a crime. But like, what impact are you having when like you're not busting? Like you're not climbing the ranks of yeah. some organization to stop the flow of. I was reading about it. They uh, they talk about like uh, police enforcing small crimes, mm-hmm. and they um, they talk about how like that. Seeing people get caught for small crimes, like it just, it, like across the board, it travels up. You know, they're like, if we enforce the small ones, then people will not do the big ones as well. Uh, so it's I like don't a broken windows thing. Like, I like, don't know, you, like, but it's oh, so it's like tr- the reverse of trickle down economics. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I think so. I think the theory is called broken window. Blah blah blah. Something. Uh, yeah. So like, if you see a broken window, you assume it's a bad neighborhood, or yeah, you assume it's okay to commit. To right. break another one. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, uh, as a kid, broke many a window. I was yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. See, I was never a bad kid. Like, honestly, I've never been arrested. Well, that's not. Well, that's not entirely true. But like, <laughs> I've never been arrested. <laughs> but never I've have been I ever. never have I ever. 
All right, you guys get your drinks ready. <laughs> We're gonna get drinks. Uh, but I've never been arrested. Uh, I've been detained, but I've never been arrested, and it's never because of anything I've done. It's always been because I am with pieces of shit. You right. know what I mean? I'm with shitty people. Yeah. You're like breaking up a fight. That have, that has happened many a time. I've been punched more breaking up fights than in the fights that I've been. <laughs> yeah. a, a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I, I'm like, no, hey, guys, whack. You know, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, fuck you. The guys, <laughs> get arrested. Do whatever the hell you're going to do. Yeah. Or I have to beat the shit out of them then. That I'd was like to see the stats on that. Punch faces, uh, punch. Punched in the face uh, in a fight versus uh, versus breaking up, up, a, up fight. a fight. Yeah, it's well, like, it's like if uh, like Switzerland got bombed and they're like, "Bros, what are we doing, guys? Guys, hey, <laughs> hey. you guys, I, just I, stop bombing us. Just give us your Nazi gold." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hold all your money. What are you doing? Yeah. I uh, uh, the one that what was I gonna say about the fucking getting arrested? Oh, like the the broken windows things was I was friends with. I was like a nerdy kid. I played video games, and there was mm-hmm. one of those Me kids. Too. You, you know, the, there's the bad kids that they're just genetically bad guys. Like yeah. they're just always yeah. angry, and they're always looking to fight, and they're all like, "There's some kids that are just shitty like that. parents or yeah. whatever." Even even if not shitty parents, like sometimes they just like usually it's the rich kids or spoiled kids Ooh, that okay. you know I'm what I'm talking about. It has to go with parenting as well. It, it ha- but parenting, yeah, but yeah, I guess it, it, it doesn't really matter if you're rich or poor. But I oh, usually nature versus nurture. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh no. No, but there's these kids. So, Matt, tell us about your parents. Did they encourage you to smoke weed yeah. in public in front of a church, you heathen? Yeah, I am. But that was pretty solid. Wait, so you were held? Can I tell you, I was also had like a, a shoulder bag with like, a, it said, Know Your Mushrooms on it. Uh, it, had like a, it had all the Mario mushrooms you on it. You piece of shit. So yeah. it's, like, it's like an adorable knapsack, but they're just like this you fucking There's a drug connotation. Yeah, yeah. You basically smells like pot, and, you know, it's got, yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> it was my fault. That's kind of, but I mean, yeah. it's also Although you did also enforce the stereotypes of the stoners, idiots. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought I had the star from Mario, and I was invincible. Yeah. <laughs> like I was fine. Where'd my raccoon tail go? No. I, well, I did have that music playing in the <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what song I was listening to when I got arrested? Yes. Uh, Ted Nugent's Stranglehold. <laughs> <laughs> So it played <laughs> for the duration of my arrest. Like uh, so, they handcuffed me, but my earbuds are still in. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, it was just like, and he's like, yeah. I see his mouth moving. I'm like, I just do this. I'm like, I don't know what you're. You're like trying to shake the beer. I just, I just did a physical move on the audio. Am I supposed to be knowing my Miranda rights right now? Man, that's like this song is forever ruined for you. Or, or awesome. That's actually no. awesome. That yeah. song is dope. <laughs> Stranglehold, that's a good oh, that's a kind of a good one because it's got that chugging low end, you know, like yeah. like like you're yeah. in it sounds that song sounds like you're in trouble. You know when the, the guitar does the <laughs> Yeah. Like that was happening. That was, <laughs> was oh great. that's great. And I was just like, man, god oh. damn it. Because they cuffed me and I was like, oh, they're just gonna hold me and give me a ticket and let me go. And then like they just like drive off. I was like, no. <laughs> They drive no. off with you handcuffed? Did they pass you off to somebody else? No, 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 no. They took me into their undercover like mini wagon van. Oh, right. It was like they real lame. The paddy wagon. Yeah, it wasn't That's a racist. Bro. It was just like an undercover cop car, though. Still. Oh. Cool. Oh. And it was, but so it's just like a regular. Was it just car. you, or were they yeah, just, just wrangling up potheads? Me in the back, like in a minivan, sitting on my hands, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It sucks. Uh, that so. Did you get the Instagram picture? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> 
Um, like, uh, I'll, I'll uh, show it to you guys. <laughs> it would have been great if you had been f- actively filming while the guy touch grabbed your shoulder. Oh, man. Periscoping live. Yes. <laughs> that would have been so good. Smoking a jo- oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> you would have got so many new It's like, oh, this is like a movie. Yeah. It was like a movie. I was high, you know? That's got to be rough. Going to jail. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your Instagram uh, name? Uh, it's um, Manderson Comedy. It should be the same as mine. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. Go. Uh, well, uh, right, so let's go yeah, let's it. actually yeah. start. <laughs> let's that start. was fun, though. That was good. No, it was great. Um, so uh, we're going to start off with Hero News. Hero News. <laughs> That's his way of doing it. Uh, Matt, you're free to... to Shout out Hero News, interpret it any way you like, and just give us a give us your own version of the Hero News intro on a count of three. One, two, three. Hero News. Oh, that got a spooky. Manson action. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was really that was a good some, one. Uh, this yeah. good controversial uh, news. Uh, good news, bad news, bunch of other stuff. First of all, good news: Punisher got a new season for Netflix. I season think we all season. saw that coming, yeah. but there w- he was great. If they hadn't, there was, there, I've heard two arguments for it. If they hadn't done the, the, his own series for John Bernthal's Punisher, then it would have been. Someone was like, actually, it would have been better to have him just pop up throughout all the different ones. Like like a either like either a Nick Fury type thing? almost like a Nick Fury type, but all, more a bad guy, like a like some sort of like Adversarial. groundswell or someone I, so, I, some I, underground force that you call on to 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 help or to just be like present in the universe, so that like the next Daredevil series when the Defenders happens, they could be like, we need it, we need Punisher, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but then he becomes a Deus Ex Machina, and he's not a character unto himself. I would rather see him because like he, yeah. I'd rather see him to flesh out the character more and more about like yeah. Now that he's got his vengeance, how is he going to make sure that he prevents future crimes from happening? That type of thing, or you know, stuff like that. But I'm I'm good for it. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be good. I I'm 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 just curious as to what story they're going to tell. Did Did you like the Punisher, Matt? Did you? Yeah, see? the storyline in the new Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Like I was going to say, like uh, the fact he got to be the bad guy for for like the first half. Yes, like that was kind of cool. Um, kind of a bad guy. He was like he's they did he a great was, job with that walk in the line of like is he is right, he right exactly showing the dichotomy was really good. Um, yeah, and I don't think they'd be able to do that type of thing if he was just to spring up in like little three episode arcs Fair throughout enough. yeah <clears throat> yeah and especially it would be tough to get excited about it you know yeah. you're like oh here it comes and goes right because you know he's not going to stick around yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think w- was this series enough to kind of some I, for me it was like i definitely want to see more more punisher more john he did a great job with it um he wasn't classic punisher but it was like he did i mean he was the closest thing to punisher psychology we've ever had i loved the relationship between uh him and karen page yeah that was really cool i dug that a lot you know what i like too is uh, at the end he uh he gets uh, the cd rom out of one of the pictures it says microchip on it which is interesting because in an episode of agents of shield uh, Daisy Sky, she uh, she mentions that she got some intel on uh, on terrorists from her friend Micro. Yes, right. And it's like, oh shit! Now it's all connected. Now uh. that that means that the tech that means that well they they've are they already are like yeah, they're yeah, all yeah, connected yeah. With, even without and... drawing the lines. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a direct line That's to direct Agents of Shield from uh, from them. But uh, Agents of Shield is fucking great now. By the way, I, I think the last few am... episodes of Agents of Shield is way better than the last few episodes of The Flash. 
And yes, I love okay. the Flash. The Flash has been weird, but but the do you watch the Flash? Nah, I couldn't get past the pilot. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It, it gets better than the pilot. The, I know the, it does. It's, yeah, it's not the hardest pilot, part though. about that show is there is a lot of camp to it. Like yeah. there's a lot of like it it's is a CW more superhero-y than most. Right. I loved. I will. I watched uh, Smallville. I watched all of that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Even the part with the witches. Yeah. I mean, like, I just I was so into. I like, didn't. The, well, I never got. I far wanted enough. Clark Kent to have sex with both of uh, <laughs> the girls, and I was just like, "Go for it, man! Like, do it, buddy! You're a young man. You're you're doing awesome. <laughs> you're young Kryptonian Solon. Oh. So like, I'm into that. So in his wild oats. Uh, yeah, yeah. Superhero, yeah, yeah, and that's what I say. It feels very CW, but it also like I love Legends of Tomorrow. I've been talking a lot about Legends of Tomorrow because at that one I like the the vibe of it is is where they're like jumping. It's almost like Quantum Leap to me, or where there's always like a different world to yeah. live in, and and there's a lot of different. It's an ensemble show, yeah. But time travel, really cool. I, I I like that show a lot, but the that they each have their own thing, so. Flash has that kind of family element, yeah. Where there's that Cisco, uh, where the the you know uh, what's his name Jesse Martin, yeah. and um, he's fucking he's a great Broadway actor. He's the best. There's a yeah, scene Jesse where they, L. Martin, you know, yeah, uh, nah, from Rent. Oh, jeez. No, but he's from he made me cry. Law. He, you know him from <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> If you um, don't know him from Rent, you know him from Law and uh, Order. That's, that's weird. It's like I was like, oh, Jesse, oh, from Rent, right? Ooh. And it was like, no, Law and Order. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. from Rent. He was Law and Order guy. Yeah, open I, your door. I, I didn't watch Law and Order <laughs> that was very much. Yeah, so that was great though. Both of those references are lost on me. I would. I'm gonna yeah. look him up. He makes him another man cry. He's You'll probably, see oh, him. You'll see him. You'll so know who he is. Yeah, he's, he's, it's the Black Dad. Yeah. Black Dad on that show. Okay. Right. Uh, some more uh, hero news. One thing I wanted to get into was uh, a great explanation for why Tilda Swinton is uh, is playing uh, the Ancient One and Doctor Strange. Did you hear yeah. a lot of controversy like in the comic book? The ancient one is like an Asian dude. He's been played, but his character's been a couple of different people throughout the years, but it's usually always an Asian dude. And the reason why they switched it, and this is super interesting to me, is because of the whole Tibet China feud. Is because the ancient one is usually a Tibetan monk type person. And uh, because China hates Tibet, yeah. and China is the number two film yeah, watching they, country they, in the world, they have to if release they had it in made China. the ancient one Tibetan, they would have lost so many. Chinese viewers and the Chinese government might have put sanctions on the movie, so they tr- turned it from the ancient one being Tibetan to the ancient one being a Celtic druid. That's why Tilda Swinton's playing the role. This is confirmed. It's like basically like everybody understands this is the reason why they're not making him wow. a Tibetan Asian person. I, I'm I'm excited. Did you see the trailer? Your film's got to make money. I haven't seen it though. Yeah. It's it's it, the trailer doesn't really show. It's the teaser. I have to you have to use the right terminology. It's the it's teaser trailer. trailer. All trailers, but it's basically the introduction to what they it hasn't really shown any of like the action scenes. It was just like weird Inception like special effects. But it was uh, everyone made a big shit about Tilda Swinton. But this makes sense. I mean, sort of. I guess like you know, you tell me it's true. I have to believe it. You know, you, it's it's all about money, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Money. Uh, some other things. Uh, uh, DC had some very good news this week, and then some very bad news this week as far as their movies go. The good news right off the bat was that uh, George Miller is in the running to direct Green Lantern Corps, which is the Green Lantern movie they have coming out. It's not just going to be one Green Lantern. They're going to have three human Green Lanterns and then the rest of the Corps. Wait, how, how Jordan... 
John Stewart and who else? They don't know the the three, so it might be like Hal uh, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and then maybe one of the newer ones because they have oh, like an Arab yeah. woman and they have uh, uh, a couple of other people. So they were. Uh, he might. It's not confirmed. It's just a rumor. But if that happens, that'd be fucking amazing because Mad Max Fury Road was the shit. Well, it yeah, was amazing, was but <clears throat> wouldn't Green Lantern Corps have to be really effects heavy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like. George, R- I mean, I keep on wanting to call him George R. R. Martin. Yeah. George Miller, like, is practical effects. Right. So it'd be interesting to see how he can, like... How he blends them. Yeah, thing. how he blends them together. I just want that giant flamethrower guitar guy to be featured somewhere. <laughs> uh, like him fighting Kilowog or something like that? Yeah, yeah. just like, just him <laughs> blasting a fire. Oh, he'd be a great Red Lantern, yeah. He reminds me of that dude. Whenever mm. I saw, did you see Mad Max? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Like I, I love Mad Max because like uh, everything's like center weighted, so like all yes. those those Visually, cuts, yeah. those quick cuts, like your eyes don't have to move at all, and it's just like it's literally it's, down the barrel, like yeah, it's like you're looking down the barrel of a gun. So good, in that movie. It, like it was, it was great. Yeah, it was, he. I would like to see, cause, so that guitarist guy in Mad Max always reminded me of. Do you remember the show Silverhawks? Yeah, there was a yeah, weird cartoon yeah. in the eighties, and it was like basically. Every Japanese cartoon ripoff had a team of people, and this one was a family. So there was like a mom, a dad. There was a dad, a mom, yeah, yeah. like a like a girl and a boy. And then there was this weird. There was a monkey. Yeah, yeah. there's always a monkey. There was always people. a monkey. And then there was sure. a guitar playing cowboy who yeah. would use his guitar and it would shoot music like, bullets. Yeah, like it would music kill notes. people. And it was and it oh. would no, it wouldn't kill. It would knock him out. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> you never like even like GI Joe was always shooting red lasers. Or yeah, whatever. it was like it was red like, lasers. Yeah, he knocked him out. Oh, okay. But it was, uh, but it reminded me of that, like, where I was like, I, and that guy, that movie's great. Whatever, fuck it. I will start uh, so the this other whole part with the, the DC thing. is that uh, they might have got George Miller, but they lost the director of the Flash, and rumor is they're also losing the director of Aquaman. And Why? both reasons are because of create. They said creative differences between the director and the studio. Oh no! So all the pressure from Batman versus Superman and their tepid, uh, you know. Did the, you, the reception of what it. did you think of Batman v Superman? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, let's see. That, it, any other movie, like when people have like these giant movies, yeah. you could just talk about it. Be like, oh yeah, it's great. I saw it this yeah. week. Everyone has will have seen it. Yeah. Now, like with Batman v Superman, that's how I know it's not good. Because when I talked about Avengers, people were like, oh yeah, it was oh, great. Yeah. Or Captain America. I mean, it could have been. It could have been better. I mean, I didn't like. I didn't like the second Avengers as much. Like the first Avengers felt like that. Guardians of the Galaxy felt like that. Yeah. yeah. It was Civil uh, uh, Winter Soldier felt like that because once yeah. people were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, Ground didn't realize how buzz. good it was going to be. Yeah, even even Civil War. Have you guys seen that yet? Not yet. No, no. Did so you get like, screening out, uh, next week. Oh, yeah. I think uh, okay. I thought it came out already. No, it no. came out in uh, UK this week. Actually, this weekend and the first like day, it made thirty-seven million. What the fuck? They're going to release it not in America. First, well, that's actually how they've done it for the past Captain America, and Captain America movies are not called Captain America movies over there, obviously because of the America thing. Right, <laughs> that's why it's always been Captain America, the first Avenger, right? Or Captain right. America, they the should... Winter Soldier, or this one, like so over there, it's known as the first Avenger or uh, Winter Soldier. Like this one is called Civil War. Because civil war could be anything; it could well, be any yeah. country. It could be, well, was, but it's it's most relation to the split of the Avengers. Sure. So it's basically like they've always marketed Captain America movies as mm-hmm. Avengers point five. Right, right, right. Avengers two point five. 
They yeah, so it'll let... always be the sequel to the Avengers, basically. <laughs> they should let all of the countries that uh, have had a civil war see it first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what that do you guys think, fair. Croatia? Yeah. Bosnia and Herzegovina. But yeah, like, I don't know. They I, just drop it into the Ukraine. Yeah. Hey, guys, check this out. To go back to your original point of uh, Batman versus Superman, um, I don't know. Never just never caught me. There was like no hook. It just kind of felt like Predator versus yeah. Alien or something. There's always yeah. been this uh, this idea behind the success of Marvel movies was because they didn't use their A team because they had they had given away the rights to them. Spider Man went to Sony or X Men went to Fox, and those were always their biggest heroes. So they had to rely on. Iron Man, who is not a popular superhero no. up until recent times with right. Thor, Captain America. They're all like B-level heroes, so they had to flesh out these characters and give them actual stories instead of relying on fan popularity. Right, yeah. like like people... Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Perfect, like, nobody, perfect yeah, example. Perfect. Yeah. Nobody knew yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Like if they literally... every So Man of Steel and even Batman, the Nolan, Christopher Nolan trilogy... It got to the point. So the first one was good because they were like they were starting out as Batman. We we're not going to show Batman until the end. Yeah, you know. And then and then even the Dark Knight was the Joker movie, and the Dark Knight is not perfect. Yeah. But but by the time they get to like how big these movies are, literally like what happened with uh, Batman and Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, yeah, where they were yeah. like, eh, you see, you see Batman, right? He's uh, you guys like do, Batman. You guys, you guys like, like Batman, Batman. <laughs> huh? Look at him. Look at him. Oh, now he's got. He's got a Batman credit card, and he's got nipples <laughs> oh, on his bat suit. Never leave him without it. And then, Jesus. and then, like with Superman, with Man of, even with Superman Returns, I thought it was like the best. In my opinion, Superman Returns was the best looking. Like they, they like he was fucking Superman, like bright color, happy. Yeah, yeah. He had a little bit of emo because he had just found out everyone in his world, you know, his planet dead. Yeah. He went and looked for it, came back. And it was trying to. I just thought the plot of that one was bad. That's the point. Yeah. But they show him. That was the best Lex Luthor ever. Kevin's yeah, uh, Ke- Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Jesus Christ. But then they show Man of Steel, and then it's like it's Superman. It's like no, that's another guy that you put the Superman logo on. Yeah. You you wrote a non Superman Superman story, and you put Superman in it. It's like it's like when Die Hard was supposed to be a sequel to Commando. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Was that uh, Man of Steel? That was the Zack Snyder one, yeah. Yeah. where they like murdered a thousand yeah. million people. Or yeah, whatever. they destroyed and the that whole city. Launches into the premise of Batman versus yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's, it kind of felt like Batman versus Superman. They were just trying to fix the yeah, fuck up bit. of Man of Steel, and even then they fucked up even more. Like they, they, it's like one of those things where I guarantee every one of these meetings or these studio note people were like. Yes, and because they're all fucking improv writers, <laughs> improv bullshitters from LA, where like they just got lucky, and then they and then they go, yeah. So we're gonna fix that and death of Superman. It's like, well, okay, yeah, we can do death of Superman, but it's pretty really complicated. It's like, oh, so we just and we'll just Batman, we'll do Batman in there. And you guys like Wonder Woman, right? And, he's, Wonder Woman? and it's like, yeah, but that's already kind of pretty right. complicated. We'll solve that with and Wonder Woman. It's like Jesus, yeah. don't you don't have to yes. Strip away, motherfuckers. Somebody actually did an article about uh, how DC should have started their their shared universe because that's basically it was. It's just catching up with Marvel at this right. point. They said if they had foregone the Man of Steel, if they had foregone Batman versus Superman, and just started with a Wonder Woman movie, yes, and made Wonder Woman the the crux, the Iron Man of the the yeah yeah because she's magic. She's the strongest. She's she's. And she's magical, so like it's like she could like the kind of like Steve Rogers ish because that's what they're doing. Her movie is centered on 1918. Yeah, 
World War One, yeah. yeah. And then and then there's the whole build up process, yeah. but and it feels and now it's it felt like because they did Man of Steel and all that bullshit in between kind of feels a little sexist yeah, 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 yeah. Right? where they're like well now we can and it, it's exactly that yeah featuring wonder woman well it's that's what happened with that dude that got fired from marvel that old dude that was like we don't want a black widow movie it's like oh no everybody wants a black widow movie yeah, you know what i mean like it does, yeah. it's like we can't have a woman being it's like no no no. everybody wants that yeah. you're fired yeah old man go retire <laughs> like, it's like every movie should have like each of your core characters to reach out to different demographics mm-hmm. and it's just like if you if you can't get past the title of like I don't like a protagonist is a woman, it's like yeah. get the fuck out. Do you of know here. why? Uh, I, uh, I went with this one going to actual or actual yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, somebody said that one of the reasons why Spider Man is one of the most beloved characters is because he wears a full mask. Yeah, and you don't know underneath if he's black white he could be a flat chested woman. He's just so like it's a pretty muscular woman. Was that? It's a pretty muscular woman, a gymnast. Yeah, a gymnast. You could be yeah. a gymnast, but it's like when you see Spider-Man's, it's like anybody because he's be a teen boy. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a teen boy. Also, he's a boy. He's like yeah. a young kid. Yeah, it's like the uh, human being from Community. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. it's just a shape of oh, a man. person. Did you see the the uh, the new tr- uh, TV commercial for Civil War? It has like Spider-Man actually speaking more lines in it? No, I'm staying away from all stuff. It's just real quick, but he like he's fighting Winter Soldier. You just see Winter Soldier throw his, his, a punch at him, and he grab Spider Man grabs his fist and goes, "You have an, a metal arm, dude. That's awesome." And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly how yeah. Spider Man should be. He's like a kid where it's like it's like Shazam." Yeah, 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 like Shazam's Billy and, and Batson. Billy yeah, yeah. Batson, he's like this giant, mo- like big dude, like superhero. Yeah. But then he's like Shazam, and he's like a little kid. He's like, "Whoa, cool!" That, <laughs> like that got me. That little TV commercial got me more excited than the original one where you first saw Spider-Man. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, he's happy!" Yeah. Look how happy yeah. Spider-Man is. He's supposed is. to be that way. All right, cool. Let's get into well, our- no, but uh, one more thing about here is we are now a part of. Oh, yeah. The Geek Bro Network, a uh, friend of ours, Nary Signs, uh, What's Up Bro Podcast, Mount Geekmore, and uh, a couple of, what's the other one that's on the list? But we are all part of a of a network uh, now called Geek Bro, geekbro.net, and uh, you can kind of catch all of our podcasts in their stream, and if you like this podcast, guarantee you're going to like something on the other podcast. I We've talked about it on this podcast before, Mount Geekmore yeah. is a lot of fun. Um, if you want to hear four nerds argue uh, it's it's great, but also the 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 scope of the show is really good, and you get to like really think about your favorite, you know, your Mount Rushmore of different topics, and the uh, uh, really fun show. Woo Bro was one that I helped start back in Miami, and it's it's a lot of fun, it's just pop culture and news media and all stuff. It's great, and uh, you can go to geekbro.net, and uh, we'll put a link in the thing you're listening to this on now, and uh, yeah, definitely check it out, and you can subscribe to everybody there, and. Um, also, we're on Stitcher too. If you're listening to us on Stitcher, great, awesome, thank you for that. And uh, um, that's a lot of fun to uh, to to find new stuff because I found a bunch of podcasts I now listen to on Stitcher. So, yeah, um, yeah Stitcher, uh, <clears throat> yay! <laughs> Round of applause for Stitcher, you guys! Round of applause, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, so our guest today is uh, Matt Anderson. We've mentioned uh, Guardians of the Galaxy a few times yeah, already in this podcast. Yes, yep, love it. And you, uh, you came to us with this hero, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, superhero. He's a he's kind of a like he's become this figure of the everyman. Yeah, that can yeah. well. Let me not jump ahead. Sure. We start uh, each uh, hero with the same question. Um, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Chris Pratt? Andy Dwyer. 
Yeah. yeah. Andy Dwyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a we did a Ron Swanson, not not Nick Offerman. We did Ron Swanson as oh, one of our nice. heroes early on, nice. when when uh, when Parks He's and Rec was ending. But we talked a lot about that Andy Dwyer character being just relentlessly positive. Yeah. yeah. Super awesome. Like he's like so like he just jumps into character and like I don't know if you guys have like uh looked up all the Parks and Rec stuff, but like some of the funniest things to me are like things that he riffed. Yeah. Yeah, he's you know yeah. what I mean. They talk yeah. about that a lot. And, snakes. and it's just like, holy <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so great. He's like, Hey, thing? I looked up uh, I looked up your symptoms and it says uh, network not found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of the that network connectivity <clears throat> issues. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> He fucked up that show. That well, well, that where where did he start out? Did he start on Parks and Rec? He probably he was because there's the he legend was, of him working around like uh, he was uh, living out of a van in like, Hawaii. Yeah. When uh, when he when I was a uh, guidance counselor in high school, asked him what he wanted to do for his living. He was like, I don't know, but I'm be famous. And then he just like went around and like went to Hawaii and. Then some dude was like, "Hey, you're pretty. Can I take pictures of you? I'll give you free headshots." That's a, such a funny story. He told it on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Yeah, or some, some some. He just went to this dude's apartment and he was like, "You're really sweaty. Why don't you take a shower? I'll get you a shirt." And he just did it. And the guy took pictures of him. and He's like, "Great pictures." Yeah. Sometimes they work out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you get murdered. Sometimes you get headshots. But sometimes like, you know, sometimes you get a headshot. Sometimes you get shot in the head. Uh, <laughs> he was like stereotypical like looking surfer handsome dude yeah yeah he's like, a good looking dude i don't care what anybody says he when he was andy dwyer he was kind of schlubby yeah, yeah but that was part of the character you right know? but like if you remember he was in the movie wanted with uh he was he was oh the, yeah he was the best That's friend right. was fucking his uh james mcavoy's, james McAvoy's girlfriend girlfriend wow i forgot yeah. about that yeah and oh, even in that he was, afterwards like he's still like he's still kind of played chris pratt and that, like, uh, the scene when, like, James McAvoy comes back and, like, comes to get the gun out of the, the toilet or whatever, and then, like, he ends up telling off his girlfriend, like, Chris Pratt's character's like, that was awesome, man. Yeah. Wow, way to tell her off, buddy. <laughs> one, one of the one of the things that I've always said that that the characters, regardless of what he's doing, become likable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is, like, because the biggest thing he's done to date has been Star Lord. That's got to be the biggest. Yeah, thing yeah, he's yeah. Done. But like, yeah, even yeah. like, a, in, in Parks and Rec, like to your point, like he was supposed to be the villain in the first season because yeah. he was the shitty boyfriend, right? And then at, a at recurring the end of the, character. He wasn't even a regular. Season, yeah, he was supposed to be written off, but they were like, he's such a good character and a good actor. Let's make him a shoe shine guy. Yeah, like, and then they started that whole. That's what I love about him. You know, yeah. like just being positive and mouse rat. Do you? Do you where so are you an actor of any kind? Do you want to aspire to be? Well, I aspire to, but I'm not. You, you know, don't like pursue I did. Uh, I did film school, so like I've acted in film school stuff, and I've also cast like you know student actors in film school stuff. So I'm like, I know I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can what I mean? do that. I can chill out, you know, and like maybe I won't be this exaggerated character that you want, but I know it's just a learned skill, and it's like a thing to like uh, get better at just like stand-up or like right because i i do believe that stand-ups can be actors but not the other way around like like you can like well not always but like a good a good stand-up can be a good actor did you know kevin spacey used to do stand-up no that's great 
Yeah, isn't it? He used to, uh, I mean, like, he was an actor at the same time, but, like, he would get on, he would do impressions. He had, like, tons oh, of right, impressions yeah. he would do. He was, like, an, and he only did it for a little bit, I think, but, like. Probably back when you could get away with just doing impressions as a stand-up. And I'm, One of my favorite stories about actors trying to do stand-up is uh, Jonah Hill, when they were doing Funny oh, People. My God. Oh, yeah. Judd Apatow made everybody in the cast do stand-up. So he made Jonah Hill go on stage at the comedy store yeah. and do stand-up. And he said before he went on stage, Louis C.K. was in the back of the room. And he was like, oh, my God, the greatest living comedian is going to watch me do stand-up. So he said he went on stage and he just like ate shit because it was all fart noises and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill gets off stage, goes up to Louis and goes, what did you think of my set? And <laughs> Louis goes, well, at the end you said thank you very much. And that was kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> It was like that was very professional. Do you? <laughs> That's really funny. When you see like, so what? What was your first uh, exposure to Chris Pratt? Like, was it Parks and Rec? Yeah, that I was think the first it, was, it had to be Parks and Rec. Oh, actually, I did see Wanted, but so I guess it just didn't register, yeah. or like I knew I'd seen him in other other things. Did you see Zero Dark Thirty? Um, yeah, I yeah, did. he, he was, was in that, that too. Do you make so you you went to film school? Mm-hmm. Um, do you what is that like your goal? You want to be a director? You want to write? I mean, or? I, I think like I, I'd like something to uh, hold my hat on other than stand up. Like I I want to be good at stand up, and like I think that should be my first priority. Sure. But I've uh, I've kind of divided into video and like making stuff and doing stand up. Are you a good editor? E, I, I, I have can't. great timing, but like I'm just now getting back into it. I'm editing a uh, Man on the Street for PD's World right now. Oh, yeah, that's the editing to me. I think because that's what a lot of people say. Like, like, like Parks and Rec was a great example of good editing. Yeah. Like when you see the timing and you see how they right. shot it, and it was just kind of all over the place, and they would do multiple line takes. I, I've, I go down blooper reel black holes. Yeah, especially yeah. like you were talking about how much riffing they did, so they'd have to go st- through so many hours of improv to find right. the best. Right, right. But I mean, like, you... You know, like if the crew, the crew like laughs at something, I'm sure like the the script advisor like made a note of yeah. like yeah, yeah. that card right there, boom, <laughs> like you know, it, it, there's there's like notes typically to help an editor that edits for like a show or Man, something. Man, it must be so crazy for sure like that. Like so many things they can't use in the show because it's bad. Do you ever see the the one with the uh, when a- Amy Poehler is like, "Hey, we need a you know a good comeback story. Who's a good comeback story?" And uh, Andy Dwyer goes, "Kim Kardashian." And then like, "Well, <laughs> well, not really." Well, no, I saw the video. She got coming her back. Well, she got coming her back, like- and everybody just breaks and loses it. It's he, th- <laughs> but it's like you can't use that in the show. Yeah. What? <laughs> like yeah. that's a dream show to be on. Yeah. Like yeah. that kind of setup yeah, where yeah, you yeah. can work around because that kind of made him thrive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you put that guy in an environment where he can goof off. Yeah. Cause he's you, you like I I I follow Chris Pratt's Instagram. Pratt Pratt he, Pratt. And, yeah, Pratt Pratt Pratt. And in case anybody he needs the he needs the followers. You know, he's he's low on the count. He needs he needs more than thirty four million followers. <laughs> but um, but like. He has this air of gratefulness and like positivity, you know. What yeah. I'm talking about? So, I that's that's kind of a testament to definitely positive I, thinking. Yeah, I feel I feel like he is my spirit animal. 
And before we keep going on, like I said, I edited Petey's World. I just realized nobody's going to know what that is. It's a live show at the Creek. Yeah. Uh, Petey right. Debray. Yeah. So. You know, I was. I, I didn't want to harp on. I don't know. Uh, it's I didn't know really when it's show. on. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. a, Petey's World is a great like, show at the Creek in the of, Cave. Definitely yeah. look it up. Speaking of positivity, Petey is like one of those guys. Oh, he's can, the Bronx Chris Pratt. Yeah. He is the Bronx Chris Pratt. That's he's, perfect. He's so nice and he'll like. He'll like mess with you, but like in a positive way, you know. <laughs> he always has a kind word to say. That's yeah. that's a testament to positive. And I think I think it's good to point that out because you hear so many negative stories about it, even yeah. on local like local yeah, yeah, comedy yeah. level. Uh, in our circles, people mm-hmm. talk shit about other people. Yeah. And, and Mike's you hear, we're all gonna make it sarcastically. Yeah. He's like, uh, okay. But then effective. you hear stories about like. Anytime you hear about a success, my, if we were to do an episode on my hero, it would be Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a he's great actor. my hero. Uh, in terms of like act, talent and also the way he handles his, his celebrity, yeah. Chris Pratt seems like a Tom Hanks guy. Oh, is he the new Tom Hanks? Chris Pratt Ooh. seems like he Ooh. could be. We're gonna find out in the next ten years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he needs a good breakout role. I'll tell you what, Jurassic World, maybe not the best acting yeah. movie, but certainly fun and fucking yeah. action packed, yeah. and he did a great job as that character he's got star power now he's got star power if guardians of the galaxy volume 2 um good lord uh, i try to keep it as far away from the mic as possible i have allergies so i'm like this is that time of year but uh you know way to derail what we were talking about you know but but edit it out editor right you're a good editor guardians of the galaxy 2 yeah (laughs) (laughs) mad anderson knows what's up knows how to hit them edit points But uh, but yeah, so it, that's my so my hero is uh, Tom Hanks and and Chris Pratt has that same air of like when you hear stories about he did an interview show in England he was talking about or even here he's talked about it where he was a a multi level marketing like he was a pyramid scheme guy <laughs> have you heard this story no he was a pyramid scheme he had his at like nineteen he had his own business in Colorado where he would try to sell I can't remember what the fuck it was but they would like he would bring people in. And it's one of those ads that you would put in the newspaper where it's like, are you a loser? Do you want to get your life together? Look yeah. at me. You know, it was like one of those yeah. things. And then so, and then they would, he would do like this whole chant. But he was kind of the guy that like hit everything he wanted to do hard. Like if he wanted to get into something, he'd hit it hard. Like, like he never, that's kind of a, where I stand on it now where I never, I'll never turn down an opportunity. To do a pyramid scheme at 19 years uh, old? Yes. Oh man, I'm sure he wasn't successful, obviously, but like. Enough that he had people, where he said he had people working for him and he was winning. He, look, look it up because it's it's nuts. Wow. And there was this whole chant that he would do every morning and it was, it was like, it's. It's one of those things where chant to himself, like no, that as a group they would oh. all have to stand there and read this chant. Wow. That's it was cool. like you go. It's, who's the best? Boy-ish. It's very, but also like Wolf of Wall Street style. Kind of Wolf of Wall Street style, but that's that's one of the things I've regard regardless of how pe- who people are if they're positive about it. You know, like there's plenty of nice frat guys out there. I would yeah. imagine. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but so like, you're saying like uh, Stalin wouldn't have been deposed if you had been like, "Hey, let's start a war." <laughs> no, you still. Hey, but that's the whole thing. The root. Hey, spaghetti sauce. Wait, oh, Stalin is. Wait, what the fuck just happened? You're talking oh, about. Wait, no, no. You're like, talking about Italian, Mussolini. Mussolini, goddammit. Stalin. <laughs> All those Europeans. Italian, you know, Stalin. Italian Stalin. <laughs> Italian Stalin. I was like, maybe hey, was I don't know who Stalin is. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to uh, say Mussolini, but it came out Stalin. Shit, that was funny. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> that was such a genuine. Oh, hey. I fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
It's on. It's on tape. Yeah. Oh no. You're like, edit that out, editor. Oh, no. <laughs> Suddenly the tone I'd rather changed. have you blowing my nose. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we had to keep the blowing the nose thing for the context of the edit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't have context <laughs> of. <laughs> we didn't. Now we have to. Yeah. No. Now we all, have to keep the blowing. None of this is. Like, none of this uh, is getting cut out. The whole uh, thing. Uh, we, I, I'm not editing anything out. There it is. God, what what about talking? the thing where uh, Matt was talking about how much he doesn't like Jews? Are we going to edit that out? Yeah, let's edit that part out. Let's edit yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt did not say that. I'm wearing if anything, that's my a will thing. from a Hasidic Jewish company. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that was not... Adorama uh, rental company. Oh, okay. Well, you, so, wait, I, used to work, I used to work there. It's renting okay, and video people. equipment. A friend of mine does that. You'd be surprised what people use that. A lot of it in South Florida, it was a lot of it was porn. They would use yeah, a lot of the video bros, equipment for, for porn. Ooh, yeah. Because yeah, they would produce a lot of porn in South Florida. Yep. Industry. There was one, there was one time uh, after a, a mic at the Palm Beach Improv, this dude had just had a whole garbage bag full of porn DVDs. And whoever he thought was funny, he would pull three of them out give him be like, no. and be like hey man if that's you ever better want, than a laugh he would go hey man if you ever want to write scripts for porn like write us a script we'll pay you money and i was like i don't i don't want to do that i, I would totally do that you know uh, how the credits next to your name oof. at shows are like sometimes made up or bullshit yeah. a if porn it like, credit it was a like porn credits bang bus yes <laughs> A Will Watkins, like that's a better credit than fucking a night whatever of too bullshit. Many stars. <laughs> than, yeah, yeah. Than CISO. <laughs> I would put that on there. Should we hire the guy from CISO or the guy from the Bang Bus? Oh, let's go for the Bang Bus guy. That's Wait a second. Are you hey, Newsflash. You wrote it's, that? Yeah. It's like, should we hire the C- the CISO guy or the Bang Bus guy? Newsflash, same guy. It's uh, the same dude. <laughs> he wrote for both. Oh no! It's like it's like he wanted. I would keep that credit forever. If I was a writer, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I could win an Oscar for a screenplay I wrote, and it would be also it would be like be Oscar fun? winner slash Bang Bros writer. <laughs> what if it was like, hey, uh, it says you won a Peabody Award? Yeah, it was, uh, it was Milf's Love Dongs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Volume Six. I, well, it was for my Brazzers anthology yeah. that I put together. There was together. so much social commentary in there. Brazzers <laughs> really helps you, man. They push you. They, they really do, you. man. They really get you. They always you. expect more from you. They, they, they really respect their writers. They really want you to go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> do uh, so you? Chris Pratt. No, Chris Pratt. No, but that, <laughs> it Chris Pratt used to be a stripper. He used to be a male stripper, so that, that kind of goes along with it. He did that? Yeah, he he said he was a terrible stripper, though. Like, he wasn't very good. Like, he... Uh, he was like Magic Mike. Yeah, he's like Magic Mike, but like he said, he wasn't like Magic Mike. Magic. He would just like put on like a thong and be like, "Hey." It's then tough he to realize that he was hot, and then he went flubby for like Andy Dwyer, and then went back to like hot and strong. Right? Yeah. I don't that, think he went flubby for Andy Dwyer. I think, I think he was, he was just, just schlubby yeah. guy because that happens, you know. He, he was, said. Yeah. He said the reason why is because his wife Anna Ferris, who's also a comedic actress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she used to cook for him all the time, so he would just constantly get all this good food that his wife cooked him and so we got fat i wouldn't of it. yeah i wouldn't mind that anna ferris anna ferris is there's a movie uh because because she's also with uh if you want to cross across the streams with deadpool um she was in just friends with ryan reynolds do you oh, see yeah, that movie? Yeah, yeah that's one of the that, that movie it's done i don't know why we're talking about but but why i brought it up but uh it, there's just this one scene i would like to see a, a ryan reynolds chris pratt movie like i would like uh, to see Star Lord and Deadpool. You said Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Chris Pratt. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you're, I thought you're going Anna Faris and Chris Pratt. No, no, no. Because no. Anna Faris was in a movie with. Uh, but look, it's like a Kevin Bacon thing. All right, I, yeah. I do that. I do that naturally. I was like, this is guy. Chris Pratt also the new Kevin Bacon. Chris Pratt, no. No, 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 no! I don't think Ryan Chris Reynolds is the Ryan new Reynolds Bacon. might be the new Kevin Bacon. I like that. Yes, and then and Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt talked about Kevin Bacon and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh no! I don't know what all this means. And Kurt Russell is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Ooh, do you think Who he's going to be wearing an eye patch? He better be, man. Is he? Do you think he's going to be? He's, he's Star Lord's dad. Is he? You think he for sure? Oh, I mean, he's. Probably. I mean, if I was the casting director, I'm not casting Kurt Russell for some bullshit store merchant. Yeah. yeah vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like whatever. He's, he's a red shirt, just gets shot. You know, he's a, <laughs> right. He just like comes out. All right, guys, we're going to go black. Oh, shit. He's dead. I mean, if if I was a casting director, bravo to me to surprise the fuck out of everybody with yeah, that cameo. Yeah, yeah. That would be good, though. I But I do think, well... Anna Ferris is also very funny when you hear him talk. Like Chris Pratt is also like a good dad. Like his yeah. kid had was born premature and had like a lot of medical problems early on, and he's super supportive of that. And and you see, like he really gets it. Like I always think of him as being like a guy that gets it. Yeah, you know, like you're here for such a short ride. You might have fun with it and yeah. do good. You know. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like yeah, it's awesome. Like top to bottom, like. It's one of those like great stories where it's like I want to be like that guy, you know. I wonder if he'd be fun. I wonder if he's like fun to hang out with. Oh, I'm sure. I would imagine he so. But in like, a van with Scooby Doo and Shaggy on the, yeah. the side of it in Hawaii. Oh my god, I would love if that was actually like he lived with Scooby Doo and Shaggy. I'm sure he would <laughs> like be it was great. Chris Pratt, Scooby Doo, and Shaggy. They should then- do like a like a gritty reboot of Scooby Doo <laughs> where he plays like a grown up Shaggy, where he's like, "Gotta kill these motherfucking ghosts, like <laughs> these ghouls and goblins that are yeah, terrorizing w- these theme parks." It would be a dark prequel. Yeah. Where it was originally Chris Pratt, Shaggy, <laughs> not even a character, not even an actor name. Like he just plays Chris Pratt, <laughs> Shaggy, and Scooby. And who then are, who are the other guys? Cat. Who are you casting as the other guys? No, Chris Pratt actually kind of looks more like uh, Fred than anything. Chris Pratt looks like Fred, but might hear, hear me out. This is the prequel, right? So this is where they meet Fred, Daphne, and Velma. So Velma. So like the. So what happens is that at some point in the story, Chris Pratt the person has to has to die and then he and then like he gets murdered by an, 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 an at an amusement park and then they find out it was the owner the whole time and the guy tries to get away with murder by making a ghost up and that's the origin story of the the mystery machine and it's chris pratt's van that the mystery that the that the mystery uh, gang is driving around in into. I, I I would watch that. I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be actual Chris Pratt, like in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> like Chris yeah. Pratt. And then they fuck. And then they fuck. <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt and Shaggy fuck. Yeah. And Brazzers. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like uh we got another writing credit, fellas. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm sending that to Brazzers immediately. <laughs> there oh, is a that's also the, the, uh, the oh, trilogy. Shit, now I gotta look it up. The third uh movie will be uh it turns into the bang bus. <laughs> is the- <laughs> It's like the ultimate saver for any script. You're like, yeah, and yeah. then they have sex. And then they dead. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to... Wait, let me see if there's a... Uh, like, We don't know if we need 30 minutes of uh, figuring out hey, the characters before Search they the have. web for Parks and Recreation Porn Parody. Oh, yeah. It's called uh, This Isn't Parks and Rec. Oh, I didn't find anything. Uh, it's Parks and there, Rec though. Recreation Porn Parody. We'll put it in recommended viewing. Yeah, well, it'll go in the recommended viewing. <laughs> But uh, but I would like to see, so like he's so this guy has made the climb. He's super successful. I love the idea that he had that bet with Chris Evans, 
Remember, oh, yeah, it was yeah. like uh, when the Seahawks versus the um, uh, the Patriots. Patriots in the Super Bowl. Did you hear about the bet that they no. made that the loser had to go to the hospital or or with charity the of the choice with the in and they went in full costume. Yeah, and they but they did it for each. You know, like right. you know, even though the Patriots Patriots won, it was like they you know Captain America shows up at Chris Pratt's hospital. You know, and then yeah, know, and and that's the kind of stuff like. Like Ryan Reynolds kept the suit for Deadpool. He's just going to show up and be Deadpool yeah. at different places. That's cool. Which is probably weirder than like Star Lord and Captain America are good guys. Deadpool sure. in the movie literally cut you know like blows holes through people's heads, yeah. cut yeah. chops people's heads off, and Says he shows up at a children's hospital people. like, "Hey, I'm here." Did you? <laughs> hey, see? you're gonna die. Hmm? Yeah. He actually uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds posted a picture the other day of uh, the kid who just died two days ago. Yeah, that was so sad. And it was like, before you get on me about showing a rated R movie to a 13 year old boy, just know he knows more curse words than a British chef. And I was like, that's a pretty good joke. The, he yeah, good joke. It was super touchy. I got I kind of I, I get emotional. Oh, I'm a weepy a bitch. Like yeah. I I really get weepy. Yeah. And when something hits me, it's like, hey, I get real yeah. misty. You know what was I a cry week- during movies. You know what was a weeping movie Chris Pratt was in? Who also somehow brought optimism to the role was the Lego movie. Yes, we haven't even talked it. about the Yo, Lego movie. It. Oh I my fucking God. love that movie. Yeah. This is such a good I felt movie. like that added star power to him, too. Yeah. Just his voice. Yeah. He had, well, also, like, the fact that you're watching Lego, like, the the whole visual approach to it would have been amazing. But it wouldn't have been as good without the vocal acting, like the voice acting that came to the movie. Like, yeah, Morgan Freeman's great, but he yeah. did a good job right. being yeah. funny. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks was full. And then Chris Pratt, this lead character. Right, yeah. And he emotes so much and just like the little expressions on his face, so much of it is in the voice that it, it was, was great. Yeah, really great. Like they were like, we need the voice of optimism. And I was like, Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's perfect, perfect casting. Perfect yeah. casting. He is the voice of optimism. Totally. I'm so excited for the Lego Batman movie with Will Arnett. As That was such a good fucking nice. movie, man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think, well. Will Ferrell's cameo in that movie the was, whole just thing crushed it. Did you cry? Oh, I got at the, end, you mean? the Lego movie. The yeah. first time I saw it, when uh, he's like destroying everything and he's gluing everything down. Yeah, and then you hear, you see that the you you make that when it finally all comes together. Right, and you see like the the bridge between the two worlds. Yes, you're like, oh, it's just a kid reaching out to play with his dad. Yes, I was yes. like, hey, no, oh, this is good. Think Baseball. Of Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. He's a manly statistics. But it was so. Yeah, it was such such a well done movie, and he he was literally like the voice of optimism. Yep. And when you see his when like literally when his feelings get hurt in yeah. that movie, Whew. you're just like, oh, I hurt. You know, that hurts because yeah, he's supposed great. to be so positive. It's really well right. done. Really, really well. A done. human connection with Legos. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to. I would. Lo- Man, I wish I could get into Legos again. Just someone hand me like a giant jug of Legos. Just build. Jug. Jug. Jug of Legos. Jug. It's a. Uh, fuck it. Fuck it. Insane clown posse sponsored <laughs> Lego pieces <laughs> called the Jug of Legos. Jug of and, Legos. Uh, <laughs> like a big. I meant bucket, but I said jug. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah a like big you're bin. A, yeah. Like you're in a moonshine band. Yeah. Like I can blow the hoo 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 hoo. Yeah. Uh, the jug of Legos. Oh, you know what's a. Uh, speaking of uh, rednecks and Italy, I love uh, Chris Pratt's going to be in the remake of Magnificent Seven. Yeah. I saw the trailer for that. Sick. I love westerns. Did you, did you love the original one, Magnificent Seven? I, I don't really remember. I oh, saw it once. It's great. It's one of my favorite movies. I saw they it once. I'm going to watch. 
I don't know if I should. Should I watch it again before this yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because oh, yeah. this one actually, I saw the trailer. It doesn't actually even kind of look like the original one. It mm. looks like they're taking, like, you know, uh, liberties. Liberties Fig- with the story. Yeah. I'd say, like, watch the classic, you know, yeah. The, yeah. the renowned one, and then, like, the way movies are working if these days, for, they're going to let us down. If only for the reason that Charles Bronson plays a half-Mexican man, <laughs> and you're like, you are the most Polish-looking motherfucker. Yeah, the least insulting to, yeah. But, but I, 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 here's the thing. I like Westerns. I really do. And yeah. in any capacity, I like that they're making Westerns. I hope it's good. I always go into movies yeah. hoping it's good. You ever see yeah, to Yuma? Oh yes, three ten to you. Yeah, the new the one with Christian Bale oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, who's the other guy in it? Oh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, I like that better than the original one. The original one of three ten to you, I never saw. It so was, I only it was saw more like Cabaluish, like hey, we're a couple cowboys having a good time. Yeah, which like, which of the it was of the era, you yeah, know, like yeah. Butch and Sundance but, and whatnot. like three ten to Yuma, The new one was like holy shit, what a good fucking movie. I love oh man the assassination of uh, Jesse James by the coward, whatever it was. Too long of a title. Yeah, that but the assassination point. of Jesse yeah. James. But but the, yeah, I'm looking for it. I Chris, it's gonna be Chris Pratt teamed up with uh, Denzel Washington. That's why I want. I'm, uh, I mean, Chris Pratt, to be fair, is is a is a superstar. But Denzel, yeah, is yeah. Denzel. I think he's already been a, a superstar. Chris Pratt's like you were talking about star power. Like he's acting alongside Denzel. Yeah, man. Yeah, and he acted alongside a dinosaur. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But like his career, his career is so great because like you know like he he had that major comedy meaty role of Andy Dwyer. You know, yeah. like a supporting cast member. Right. And then like he steps out into the role in Moneyball. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, the baseball. Uh, yeah. Is the, the, he the played pitcher. a pitcher. Supporting role in a drama, and like he wasn't funny, but like he was good. He was really good. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then like after that, you're like, you see like how he just slowly went up, and he's just like. I would. Where would? Okay. So where are we at? We're at about an hour. Um, so, but man, I, I was just thinking about Magnificent Seven. Now I want to see. I would because I would like because I think of him as being a good cowboy. Like, but he's also a great supporting actor. Like he he makes things yes. believable. Yeah. Yeah. He seems so he genuine. Yeah. He yeah. seems so genuine. You know. So like even even when he's talking to the raccoon and Groot and shit. You yes. Know? When he's talking to Rocket, he's talking to, to, to Groot, and he's having inter- exchanges and interactions with, you know, these very metaphysic or cosmic alien things that have no basis in reality. You're right. like, you're still kind of on board with it, you yeah. know, because it's because he's so so believable. In the cowboy era, I think, because he always ends up being goofy sometimes. I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays super straight. I almost kind of want him to be a dick. Like, kind of want him to just be like a badass, like a yeah. silent badass, yeah. kind of, just to show that range. But also, I kind of want to see him be Andy Dwyer and everything. Yeah. You know, it's tough. It depends on which one he's cast as. Because, like, uh, in The Magnificent Seven, the, there's serious ones, and then there's, like, the lighthearted. The yeah. He's definitely playing the lighthearted guy. Yeah. He, maybe not. You never, I think you never know. I would like there to be, like a, like, a turn. Well, I love when characters turn. You know, when there's, like, a reveal? Yeah. That's what the Magnificent Seven is, though. It's like a last stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Did you ever see Seven Samurai? I have, I have seen it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the it's the American it's a similar version, it. version. Yeah, it's literally a remake of it, which is fine by me, dude. Yeah. But uh, what I was talking about is like I like when when actors have turns, you know, yeah. where where they they completely change their character, like Tom Cruise and Collateral. Like no, or fucking or, Denzel in Training Day. Yeah, I was, I was, I was literally gonna say uh, Ed Norton in Primal Fear. 
like literally in the oh, movie, you mean like the character, like in the movie, yeah. there's a there's a there's a, a range of things to show. Like I just started watching that show, Orphan Black. Have you seen that show? Uh, no, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I heard yeah. it was great. It sucked me in, and it's the same lady, this girl that she plays clones. You know, yeah. So she's playing herself as like sixteen different characters. Like right. I don't, I don't know how many by the t- by now they have, but she's playing different people every right. iteration. It's a different character, and in my mind, I love seeing when people do different things. Like I'm one right. of the only people that loved Cloud Atlas. Right. You know, right, right. Cloud Atlas, which was. Man, weird and rough. it wasn't easy to watch, but I loved it because they showed Tom Hanks, my hero, being all of these different things and right, maintaining right. an air of like connectivity. There's a connected tissue throughout the whole thing, but he's a different guy, exactly. you know, and he plays different characters. I would like to see Jack Chris and Jill. Pratt. Yep, Jack and Jill. <laughs> Big Mama's house. <laughs> the clumps, you know. The clumps. Yeah. 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 Like that, I want. I would love to see the clumps with Chris so Pratt. There's definitely a range of what we want to see. You want to talk about whitewashing of but like it, films and stuff? Like no. Chris Pratt stars in the clumps three. But it would just be Tropic. I would love to see Tropic Thunder two with Chris Pratt oh, playing yeah. Chris Pratt, and they hire him to be in in the. Oh, Tropic Thunder two would be good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Chris Pratt should make Tropic Thunder two. In my mind, he's listening to this. Yeah. I would like hey. for him. To- Hey Chris. Hey Chris Pratt. Could well, you play yourself in Tropic Thunder too? You know weird though. I bet he's the dude who might actually listen to this. Like if there was any celebrity that would, who would be cool. listen, who'd be like, it would yeah. be nice. Oh, nice and those, I don't want people to get it nice wrong. Those guys to, to listen to our podcast. He's like my hero, but I don't think I'd fan out over him. I I like really chilled out on like yeah. I, just enough times hanging in a green room in the yeah. middle of Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they hate you. <laughs> they just want you to treat them like a human. You know. If you well yeah, you, Will's only, worked with big name comics yeah. where. I like I don't fan it. the only time I've ever like kind of like froze up around a celebrity was uh Lori Petty from Tank Girl? Yeah, cuz like I was walking uh in, And Orange is the New Black? I was walking through Chelsea and I saw her and I was like, "Oh, it's Lori Petty." And then like for some she reason She saw your face change? No, no, no. Like I just I was like, "Play cool, play cool, bro. Play But I'd never do that with any other <laughs> yeah. celebrity. And there's part of me was like, "Should I ask for a picture? I should get a picture with Lori Petty. Wouldn't that be great?" Cuz it was like when I was a kid, it was like Tank Girl, Free Willy, uh what else was she in? She was in fucking League of Their Own. Yeah, like, League of Their Own. All my favorite movies when I was a kid. I was like, hey, "Lori Petty." Like you have a weird taste in Movies as a kid. Oh, I loved it. Man. I was like Star Wars, Indiana Jones. I mean, you liked no, all, I those liked too. all those too. stuff, but like League I of Their Own was great. I actually really did like League, League of Their Own. Was bad. She was a firecracker in that movie. She was great. I love that movie. Uh, good Tom Hanks, classic Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no crying <laughs> in baseball. If you recast that movie today, I Chris Pratt would play Tom Hanks's role. I would want Tom Hanks to play Tom Hanks's role. He's still Tom Hanks. <laughs> I forget. Is P Tom Hanks or? Was that no? PD is Bronx Chris Pratt. PD is Bronx Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is future Tom Hanks, and Ryan Reynolds is is future Kevin Bacon. Okay, yeah, yeah. If we were to hand it down, in my mind, yeah. Just taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. There's a quiz later. Well, in the in the zeros on heroes cinematic universe, there is a continuity that we have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so if you could, all right, we got to wrap this up, but let's say you, let's say you can, you're making a film, right? Sure. You're making a movie. Is there anything that you would, that you would want to 
make. Well, probably not that you shouldn't say anything you would want to make. Nah, um, it's like somebody would still have to write it and steal it. It's mm-hmm. really hard to steal an idea. <laughs> you know? It's like if they and then if they did, it would be whatever. You know, yeah. if you could, cast, it's an idea that's out there. And if you could cast Chris Pratt in any role, what role would you cast him in? Your dream project for My Chris Pratt. My dream project for Chris Pratt. Well, I would just use him. But you have to have us in, my movie. in it too. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you guys could. I mean, like you guys could have minor roles. Yeah, we'll Thanks, be like man. Jay and Silent yeah, Bob. <laughs> both of you guys will get your SAG card. Let's oh, just thanks, say that. Bro. He's so already got his. I'm, I'm, so, I'm Oh, I just make sure you both have at least two words to say. Yeah, great. That's uh, I get yeah. it. You're under five. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But you you get paid. You know, you yeah. you hang out anyway. Um, I, I I had a movie idea for like uh, a stoner comedy where they like uncover shenanigans in an election. You know, like oh. like a politician stealing an election. Like, which is funny that it's like now like super I'm, relevant. Like, kind of like fuck fuck this bullshit. You know, <laughs> it needs to be open primaries and uh, yeah, fucking super delegates. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I was thinking more like a lower level election. You yeah, know, yeah. like a crotchety old man like Kevin Spacey. You know, like stealing and then like the stoner sees something and then it turns into like you know them chasing him trying to murder him <laughs> versus uncovering it this guy's trying to be controller on a stolen ticket <laughs> right it would be right, good if right. it was like a legit like a like a like in the city like a mayoral race oh mayor yeah, yeah. mayor's yeah. good because those are I always like, corrupt those yeah. are always crooked mayor congressional district you know something but it yeah, like, like escalates Falls, south dakota to like a maybe a cameo from like a president or something <laughs> holy yeah. yeah like actually yeah <laughs> like but, former president clinton comes back comes back and he's just like <laughs> or new first lady clinton first lady president what is he now what would he be if hillary wins <laughs> first lady president. uh he'd be well, first gentleman the first gentleman is he the first man we can't be the first people to discuss this, right? I no, can't. There has to no. be a real answer. Yeah, I let's first bro. Google. You can Google it. The first, first dude. First dude. First dude. First dude. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. First, first dude. dude. Uh, well, that's if if that happens, like hopefully. Yeah. And you would cast nah. Chris Pratt as like one of the. Stoners? Yeah, he'd be like one of the guys that saw. I mean, he probably wouldn't he be a stoner against Kevin Spacey. But like, uh, yeah, I'd cast him as like a lead, so I could. Try to open it Sunday answer something like that. Uh, that's good. That's a good stoner. Because have you seen uh, the uh, the opening thing from uh, a South by Southwest film this no. year? Uh, it's like 2016. I don't want to fuck up his name because he's like this like really awesome filmmaker. Um, but he talks about like step by step how to like become like a Hollywood director, and he's like what you do is you do this and then you find a role for this person <sighs> it sounds like wait is it is it what, what do you mean is it it's like mark du, du mark duplass duplass how do you say it mark duplass oh mark yeah duplass. From the, he, he, he did he, you see that he um, no no but i know who he is and the duplass brothers like they're the mumblecore guys and they do a lot of in, like what was the safety not guaranteed that was a great movie, uh, right? I right. Seen that one. Aubrey Plaza, who you know also marries in, uh, marries oh, yeah. uh, Andy Dwyer, who's Mrs. April Ludgate Karate Dwyer. What is it? I think uh, I think uh, Snake Hole. Yeah, I think Parks and Rec got the best when it started to become the the love relationship between. That's Chris when Pratt. they hit their peak. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what if it was you like, just, yeah, if you just Google uh, Duplass South by Southwest, it's the 2015 keynote speech. Okay. And a lot of this can be like directly exported into like comedy or yada yada. But he talks like step by step, like I, you know, like you need to do this, and like you should be shooting 
films on your iPhone every weekend with your friends. There's no reason not to. Yeah, oh. I've, I've 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 thought about that a long time. Like, ed- like to learn how to edit, just randomly shoot things. Yeah, and then just to do it over and over again, not just like dabble or yeah. tip yeah. your toe and then get out. But that would be good. So uh, once Chris Pratt hears this, and he's um, obviously listening, uh, he he will hear you and be like, "Yeah, Matt Anderson, yeah. we're going to make your movie. Do the oh. research. Yeah, Google Matt Anderson. Figure out if you want to work with me. Manderson comedy. <laughs> no, but I think it would be good. Like uh, to that sounds cool, man. And look, if you ever need, look, I'm SAG, so you're going to have to. F- yeah, meet, meet yeah, contracts. You know course. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but no, man. I'm always I, I'm always down to anything. Like that's that's if anything heroic about Chris Pratt translates to everybody's life is to never turn down what looks like a fun opportunity. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, that's kind of that's kind of my thing too. But I, Chris Pratt kind of represents that. Like, yeah. If something sounds like fun. You're tired or whatever. There's a million reasons to say no, but you could just say yes, you know. Yeah, he's had a lot of bumps in his road too, like you know. But he's just the his energy that he brings is so positive. Yeah. Like, did you hear? Like, he almost didn't do the um, audition for Star Lord because it yeah. broke his heart from like losing Star out. Trek. He was he went out for uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. And he lost it, and he went out for another one too. And then he was like, I can't. It's it's got to be so tough getting your hopes up for yeah. like this major Where thing. Like, this is gonna change my life, right? But it's better you got Star Lord and didn't get yeah. Kirk and all that. Otherwise, well, he'd be playing Steve Trevor instead of fucking Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be he'd be in. Well, Star Trek was good. That first one was yeah. good. And maybe if he had been in the second one, they wouldn't have gone con on him. Yeah, I like done. I like both of them so far. The, the second, second one, one kind of lost one was a little too, like jerk off in a mirror for me. Yeah, it was like. It was all fan service. Well, the third one is gonna has dirt bikes in it. Yeah, it's fast I'm, and furious. I'm so confused by space future future dirt bike future space alien dirt bikes. Oh, I I prefer pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> Please get the fuck out! No, just kidding. People uh, talk shit about uh, episode one, but pod racing scene was really cool. That's that, the that only was my, good part of the movie. Yeah, that and even the Darth Maul fight scene at oh, the Darth end was scene, yeah. dope. But like. There was there was problems with it too. Yeah, uh, I made a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there was problems. With, I'm not saying like that. Even that lip service, or not that lip service, but that that like uh, scene um, had pieces. But the pod racing scene built a world of of pod racing. I remember I played that game where you could now pod racing you can go anywhere. I remember it was in uh, Knights of the Old Republic and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. You the, they would talk about you could bet on pod races and stuff like that. It it, be, it created this new new era or new kind of venue for stories to happen yeah like i wouldn't mind seeing look I w- i'll be honest with you i would not mind seeing a pod racing anthology star wars anthology story like i wouldn't mind them bringing that back i like that oh yeah. i want uh, i forgot to say this in a uh fucking uh hero news in the beginning there's a the trailer for rogue one came out there's yes. a scene where a hooded figure goes up to a back to tank which is where you heal the healing yeah and it looks like it's the hooded figure of Emperor Palpatine going up to the uh, back to tank. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, "Who's in the back to tank?" And everybody's like, "Some one of the rumors is that's actually Snoke in the back to tank." Oh yeah. So it might be that like Palpatine is going to the back to tank to talk to whoever's in that to get like advice on something. So it could be, people were saying that maybe it's the, like in the same way that Avengers was constantly or Thanos was constantly teased in all the movies. 
that all the sequels, spinoffs, and everything from Star Wars will lead up to who actually Snoke is. I am I'm on board. Star Wars has done such a good job of making me trust them. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, good. Whatever you guys think is good. Now we just now need to get at Disney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we just need that. Yeah. We're doing a Marvel formula for for Star Wars now, which I think is great. Brilliant. And now all we need is Chris Pratt to cross over. <sighs> And what would ooh what would be what would, oh we we gotta we gotta end this but what would uh, <laughs> what would Chris Pratt be in the Star Wars universe? He's, uh, he's Daisy Ridley's father. Isn't he? He's a little young to be Daisy Ridley's father. Babies having babies. What? I well, but like, who is he? Like, who would he be? Like, who? Would he? He'd be a friend of like Han or Lando. You know? No, you know he'd be Dash Rendar. Yes. Yeah. Do you know you that, that? The, what is it? The, the, Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. I read the book. I never played the game, but I read the book. I played the game. I only played a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Where? Oh, that's a good one. Where he's like a spy? Well, he's a mercenary. A mercenary, I mean? Technically, in the book, he gets killed at the end of the book. But I could always be like, man, that doesn't exist anymore. They, if they, universe. Hey, listen here, Chris Pratt and Disney, who listens to all of our episodes. Yeah. Uh, make Kathleen Kennedy. Come on, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. We all we got we we may we have a dozen listeners, but they're big big time yeah, yeah. celebrities. But we have some lawyers. I would us. like a Shadows of the Empire Dash Rendar Chris Ooh. Pratt movie. I would like to get a Chris Pratt count on the episode. Number of times, times we said his full name, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Shit, I'm gonna have to do that now that you <laughs> triggered my OCD. <laughs> no, one of your fans will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy will. She'd be like 687. Uh, Sounds yeah, right. Yeah, Emo Phillips. How many times did we say Chris Pratt? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a weird cut. That we're not going to explain. Uh, Anna Ferris will tell us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Aubrey Plaza is going to be like, you guys only said my name once. Uh. Fair, and now twice. Uh, the This has been really a lot of fun. I like yeah. this. Uh, this is a good one. Optimism. Because I like the, the positivity. We can Chris Pratt, I think, is versatile. We could put him in anything. I think mm-hmm. he would do well in everything. And uh, be, that Dash Rendar, what a good one. Oh, yeah. That's a good, a good idea. Go Dash Rendar. Good, yeah. Comedian to superhero. Matt Anderson's Dash Rendar movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Matt, you're at Manderson Comedy? Yes, on... that's correct. Twitter and Instagram. Is there anything you would like to promote and share with us? Um, nah, I have a show that I'm doing today, so you're not going to cut it and release it. In hours? Show? In hours, but it's a it's a the last Saturday of every month. It's called Monster City in Long Island City, New York. Oh, that oh the that's beast? right. That oh, yeah, the Beast Next Door. Uh, Misha that's, Han. Yep, me and Misha Han, crushing it, trying yeah. to get in timeout, New York. Oh, you know they listen. Um, yeah. yeah, great, awesome. That, that's a, I've heard really good things about that yeah, show. Misha was talking to me about it. It's been great so far. It's been getting better and better. Um, Second show was on the Oscars night, so that was light. But uh, yeah. even That's even that tricky. was still like yeah. we had like ten audience Chris members. Rock as the host. <laughs> well, they didn't have like a TV on. How yeah. great would that be? <laughs> We're not going to shut off the TV <laughs> for your show for your Oscar night, and everybody like all of a sudden cheering in the middle of your punchline because Mad Max <laughs> won Woo, Best Hair. The Revenant. The Revenant. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So what's it? Monster City. Yeah, yeah, it's and. We'll include a link. It's, there's a Facebook page for that. We'll put, put that yep, on there. Yep, 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 yep. We'll do all of that stuff. Will Watkins, and would William you like to talk Watkins. about? Oh, we got a... Uh, what's the thing on... Is it this Thursday? The uh, May 12th. May 12th. Well, I was going to talk about it, yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, Zeros on Heroes, May, uh, May... Well, May 5th, I have the Open Mic Podcast, which is a live bucket run open mic 
podcast. So you can come to the Creek in the Cave at 8 o'clock. You put your name in a bucket. You can come and do whatever you want. Uh, uh, character, a stand-up. It's monthly now. First Thursday of every really month. It was really good. The, the nice. first one was fucking, oh, it was so much it was fun. Really fun. And, uh, and, and you can find that at... Uh, um, the meeting of the Mikes podcast feed, which is my other show, but that's a it was a super fun live show, and everybody gets to come be a part of it, and uh, you get five minutes to fuck around, and it's it's really really fun. Me and Mike Guild do uh, host it, and it's it's a fun time. And then the next week, next Thursday after that, May twelfth, we have uh, our monthly show at Carmine Street Comics Character Assassination, where we roast comic book characters, and this uh, month. Is going to be X Men Apocalypse. We're going to roast X Men Apocalypse, and well, the world of X Men really, because yeah. it's kind of you can't really reference something without kind of finding the history of it. You know, like everybody yeah. makes fun of it compared to something else. You know, <laughs> so Beast is a, the Kelsey Grammer Beast was better than this new Beast. You know, uh, yeah. I miss that they re, they erased Kelsey Grammer Beast. No, they, he's he's at the end of uh, Days of Future's Past. He is. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't remember that. You know, oh, when they try when he goes back to the future. Yeah, yeah it's like a small cameo. Oh. What I didn't like about that though is like uh, if you watch X Men the original one, the uh, first one, like uh, Hank McCoy is like on TV as some guy who's talking about mutant. Yeah, before he. So it does kind of fuck that up and the whole trash. And all that a bunch un- of shit that's <laughs> fucked up. All that and more, May twelfth at hey. Carmine Tree Comics in the West Village. Yeah. Character assassination, and you can find all that stuff in the links uh, in the description of this episode. And um, you can follow at William A. Watkins on everything, at Mike Mercadal on everything. And uh, do us a favor and share this with Chris Pratt. I mean, I think he'd be cool with it. Matt, is there anything else you'd like to say before we go? Um, thank you for having me, guys. You guys You're are very, wonderful. very welcome. This was a lot of fun. And uh, everybody remember to go out and be heroic. <laughs>